Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you live from Mobile World Congress. Another exciting year to talk about the transformation of the network with the advent of 5G. I'm very delighted to be joined by Intel's own Lynn Comp, as well as Paul Davey, CTO of Global Telecoms Industry at Atos. Welcome, Paul. Hey, thank you. Welcome, Lynn. Welcome back. Thank you, Allison. It's good to be back. So why don't we just start, Lynn, to provide some context on Intel's focus in the network and why we are engaged at Mobile World Congress in terms of the back end of network infrastructure. So it's funny that you would say that, Paul and I were just talking about how if you don't have a transformed core network that is agile and flexible and can put the right workloads in the right place and be managed in an automated way, then you're going to be challenged just with the mech use cases. Mm -hmm. But it's going to get worse when you have 5G and the network slicing and the IoT 50 billion devices that are connecting. There's just no way to keep up with it. So, Paul, why don't you introduce Atos and your role in this transformation. I know that you are a leading service corporation and you are based in Paris, which I'm jealous of. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, so Atos is a global SI and managed services company. In the United States, we're, we're probably better known for being an IT outsourcer. In Europe and most of the rest of the world, we do a lot of systems integration work, as well as managed services, of course, and we also have a management consulting business. So we're up there, I think we're number five in the world globally. However, from a telecoms point of view, a huge slice of our business, around 20% of our business in the telecoms industry. Historically, we were always in the network, so we built and delivered some of the first SMSCs, we did some of the first infrastructure components, but gradually over time we moved much more towards the IT side of the world. And of course now with the way that the networks are going, we're being drawn back in by our clients who are saying, come help us make the network infrastructure work like an IT cloud. Yeah, the network infrastructure is looking a lot more like the IT side of the world. Uh, So understand why you're being drawn back into that. Tell me what your clients are looking at in terms of their challenges and where you see the opportunity with the solutions coming out of MWC this year. I think from our client's point of view, everybody is struggling. You know, these are two very large pieces of technology, the IT world and the networks world, which are colliding, quite literally colliding. We always have said uh, for a long time, there will be a fight between the networks and the IT people. And at the end of the day, the IT people really need to win because the cost economics of IT are so fundamentally different to the cost economics of networks. So what our clients are asking us to do is not just help them with the technology and the technology integration, but what we're looking at is a business model transformation, a cost model transformation, an organizational transformation that is helping them to to get to this new world and get the value out of this new world much more quickly. Now, when we look at the opportunity in 2017, I know that a lot of people are talking about 5G as something that's coming in the future, but that central network that you described Lynn, is ripe for transformation today. Absolutely. In fact, some of the demos that are really exciting, we moved from three years ago or four years ago just showing that network function virtualization can perform Mm -hmm. and it doesn't fall down. 
This year, we're showing some incredible demos about how you can stream from virtualized 4K video running from fixed wire line all the way over to virtual IMS, and it's running on standard off-the-shelf hardware. We've seen something similar with some of our FlexRAN capabilities, where it's radio access network software platform running on standard Blade servers, and it's streaming an AR, augmented reality experience. So we're seeing some really cool solutions that really do solve problems for the operators and give them some exciting revenue generation models that they didn't have in the past. Now, I know in the world of MWC, there's a tremendous amount of news, and Atos and Intel are no different. You guys have a collaboration to talk about. Paul, do you want to get yeah. started? So we have a fantastic collaboration in looking at how to help the operators move into this new world of NFV and get to the common off-the-shelf hardware model. Most of them are really struggling with the challenge of how do you integrate multiple components from multiple different vendors. Mm -hmm. So what we've been doing together with Intel is building a group of companies, which includes Dell EMC, uh, Juniper, uh, Red Hat, VMware, to build a standard low-cost COTS infrastructure. And we've built a lab, which is in France, that we've collaborated with Intel and invested together with Intel in order to be able to build. And that's providing a stable, pre-integrated platform, which means that the operators can deal with all of the complexity of just getting a platform up so we're doing all of that work together and just sort of starting to baseline that so that we can build the exciting stuff that Lynn's talking about here will be built upwards on top of that platform. Lynn, you and I have talked about you know, some of the new challenges when it comes to integration of solutions in a world of industry standard interoperable infrastructure. Tell me why this Atos collaboration was so attractive to Intel. There's a number of reasons for that, but what we are finding is these systems integration capabilities and the role that Atos fills is something that makes it faster for the operators to know what they're deploying actually can stand up and run. Mm -hmm. It gives the operators Long term, they'll have some more capabilities around TCO analysis and really being able to do that. And the industry is really struggling with it because unlike the IT space, you don't have standardized benchmarks. So it's very slow to do performance comparisons since there's no apples to apples metrics. Right. So collaborating on delivering that kind of capability, collaborating on the onboarding of the VNF. So when an operator says, I want this configuration, it's already running. That could have incredible impact in the industry. And, you know, as you spoke about, your, your clients are looking for help. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity to meet a very strong customer need. When we look at the rest of 2017 and heading into the future, what are the more aspirational things that you see working on together and working on to deliver this type of new technology in terms of cool experiences? We've touched on 5G already, and 5G is a reality. It's going to happen. It's a train and it's rolling. And if you're going to get the economic benefits as well as the performance benefits out of 5G, you have to have a virtualized network infrastructure. You can't even make it work if you can't manipulate your core network in a way that NFV enables you to do. So I think, you know, Atos and Intel together and all of our other partners are driving to accelerate the implementation and the stability of the core network so that it can be ready to do all of the things that it needs to do. Again, virtual reality, we're expecting VR and AR to be the way in which people interact with a whole range of different things. 
business, retail, transport, manufacturing, entertainment, lots of different parts of the wider market are already using VR and AR. And the network's got to be ready for that because the volume of data you need for 4K video over this kind of stuff is just enormous. Well, not to mention the billions of devices in the exactly, Internet of Things yeah. that Lynn talked about Precisely, earlier. Precisely, yeah. right? And 5G is such an inflection point for a lot yeah. of reasons. It covers some licensed and unlicensed spectrum, totally different usage scenarios than the voice assumptions and data over smartphone assumptions that have been made in 2, 3, and 4G. And so you end up with some capabilities in 5G, like network slicing, which allows you to treat the network almost the way that virtualization treats a server in the computer arena. So you've got to have the agility of being able to just very quickly assign what is the right network capabilities to the specific use case on demand as much as possible. And you really can't do that in the core network if you don't have NFV, you don't have the orchestration and the management capabilities, because then you'll have a much more flexible air interface mm -hmm. and devices that assume flexibility and a network that can't support it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from my point of view, where we've got to already is the intelligence in the devices is maxing out. And the device has always had to be much more responsive to the service while the network has been pretty dumb. Uh, mm -hmm. Even up in 4G, it's just a way of carrying bits from place A to place B. With 5G, the network takes on the agility and the intelligence that we've traditionally seen being in the end device and the flexibility, which also plays straight into the cost model. If you haven't got an agile and flexible core network, then you don't get the cost benefits. And frankly, anybody who hasn't got one isn't going to be able to afford 5G. It's as simple as that. Very exciting stuff. If folks are listening online and they want to find out about the collaboration, the lab, all of the things that we're doing here, where would you send them for more information? So one of the easiest things to do is to contact me at Twitter. I'm lincomp at Intel. That's an easy place to go. And then Intel Network Builders, the website there has so much information. We've got university-style quick video classes, and you can start learning about how to get there, who to get there with, as well as more on this collaboration specific with Atos. Yeah, and if people want to reach me, I'm paul.davy at atos.net. Yes. <laughs> Send me an email. <laughs> I'd love to talk to you. Wonderful. Well, Paul, Lynn, thank you so much for spending some of your very precious MWC time with us today. It was a real pleasure. Thank you, Allison. Thank you very much. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 